So, welcome to Unscripted Gaming. My name is Ray. Ho uh, joined by my two co-hosts. Uh, I got Josh and Mike over here. Gentlemen, go ahead and say hi. Howdy, folks. Hello. Excellent. Guys! This is a, this is a professional podcast. Every day. 100%. Always. Every single... Always. That's, wait, you guys are getting paid? What the fuck? <laughs> I didn't say that. I said professional. Ah, okay. Yeah. Hustle culture rears its ugly head once again. <laughs> uh, don't get me started. Uh, what games you guys been playing? I've I've been playing a couple, but I want to hear what you guys have been playing lately. Um, well, I can start here. Uh, I've played a couple things since we've last had an unscripted gaming. Um, I'm gonna hit you with a real quick one that you guys already right. know. Uh, I've been playing a little video game called Destiny Two. Shock oh, Mike, and Mike, can you tell me about it? I've never heard of it before. Uh, well, Stop it. It's a, a kind of sci-fi slash fantasy um, first-person uh, shooter. Uh, mm, it's a kind mm, of a, a loot shooter. A schluter. A schluter? Hmm. Uh, you find cool guns and then shoot them at aliens. Sounds Is terrible. Is there anything like popular game Borderlands? Uh, it's like Borderlands, but not stupid. Damn. All right. Well, Look, man, I, I'm i sorry. I just, I can't. This is no, a, it's this fine. Is a, I, 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 I simply cannot with Borderlands. I try it, and every time I'm just like, I think I'm good, thanks. I'm, gonna go I'm 100% with you. I have never finished a Borderlands game. I honestly find them kind of boring, and that's just me. Everyone else likes them. That's perfectly fine. But please, what's going on with Destiny? Uh, well, with Destiny, we got a new season. Um... It's uh, it's great so far. New activity is cool. Got some cool new guns. Some interesting, you know. I think the past couple of seasons they've really hit a good stride with some of the seasonal storytelling stuff. Because um, they're they're definitely kind of you can tell they're kind of shifting into quote Destiny three unquote because there's now a a faction of the Cabal that we are explicitly aligned with there is now a faction of the fallen the elixir that we are very explicitly aligned with and mm -hmm. like forming a coalition of sentient people alien people creatures versus probably i don't really think that that there's going to be any sort of like that any sort of negotiation or relationship like that with the vex or hive or taken that's just not really in the cards, I don't think. What about the scorn? Uh, they're uh, def no. <laughs> That's not gonna happen. They're base they they're basically a subset of Taken. If you if you you know scorn, Aldrin, Riven, Savathun, you know yeah, it just goes up that same chain. Um, mm -hmm. but just some kind of really, I think they've also gotten a lot better about. I've, I've mentioned this a lot recently, but um, just doing more with not just having like interesting lore in the background of nothing happening, but they're really doing a good job of like getting the story out in front of the players and having the lore be cool kind of side stories or like more details or interesting looks at characters because like there's some cool, you know, cool little things going on in the lore, but 
they do are doing a really good job of like actually getting the main beats of you I, it's very easy to figure out what is happening like who's the good guy who's the bad guy what's going on just for the vast majority of players like having that kind of clarified uh is great and also it's just more engaging to see like these characters finally get voice acting finally have screen time stuff like that is just really it makes the world feel a lot more alive and uh yeah it's in a pretty great spot in my opinion but you know always ongoing with more destiny stuff um i guess the other game i want to ask you guys about uh, mm-hmm. How do you guys feel? Have you ever dipped into much of the Hitman games? I completed all of the first Hitman, uh, the one that came out in like 2016, 2017. Mm-hmm. I think I got everything I needed out of that one, um, and I haven't touched the others, but how about you, Josh? Yeah, I played through probably 75% of the first Hitman um and then I, I believe I started Hitman 2 and made it through the first maybe two areas there. But that's about, um, you know, I've been following it on and off since then. But, you know, the, hands on, that's that's about the extent of what I've done. So that's where I'm at. Okay, so Hitman 3... I don't know what you guys' favorite parts of those Hitman games. Uh, I'm going to guess it's probably the really cool part where, you know, you get to learn a level and kind of learn how it works and then find really cool creative ways to get the kills or do something wild and fun, have fun stuff happen like that. So what if there's a Hitman game where there was a lot less of that and a lot and way more of the story the very serious super important story that has been happening in those hitman games that you should have been paying attention to the whole time i'm gonna be honest i found the story to just be like background Mm -hmm. popcorn i just wanted to go from level to level and just assassinate people yeah what if i told you you should have been paying attention to that the whole time that's awful yeah, so I think the there are a couple levels that are some some winners. You got or some good classics, I think. But it is I think it is, you know, the studio um Oh my gosh, I can't remember the name right now. IO Interactive. IO, thank you. Thank you. Um It was announced a while ago that they're working on a 007 game. And when uh, when they announced that, I was I was thinking, wow, what a great combination! That sounds cool. I I think they would they would do a great job. But this Hitman Three game sure feels you can kind of tell in a way that is less than ideal that oh I there this is like the James Bond Hitman game. It's a prototype game. <laughs> that it that's kind of what it feels like sometimes. Like, there is a level, it helps that you guys have played it, man, because this, this is how, how yeah. weird this was like. There's a level that just takes place on a train, and your mm-hmm. goal is just to go kind of on a murder spree from the back of the train to the front of the train. And All right. 
Sounds Which, exactly just, like what a covert agent, you know. Yeah, and, would, and it's just do. that. It's just like, what if this really important level in our game had? To, what if we just made you use these really not good shooting mechanics at all? Which <laughs> just they just feel bad compared to like wanging a fish at a guy, which feels way thousand times more better. Um, so. <coughs> I think Mike is, if I could take an aside, I think Mike is really underselling, like, how bad the shooting feels in Hitman it's, games. Like, oh my God. it is the last thing you want to do. Yeah. If you have to shoot, reload your save, you have fucked up. You've, yeah, you messed up. Unless unless you are going to do, like, one, one random, like, silenced pistol kill from behind for a challenge, just don't bother with the guns. If you, if you got to the point where you're going to, like have to gunfight your way out yeah like ray said just shut her down you're done i i've gotten in hitman one i've gotten like two of my assassinations were from like behind the back like silence pistol kills but that was two assassinations where i was like locked in the room with them and no one was looking and i'm like i'm just i'm just taking it and i'm gonna leave the room and they get everyone could like make assumptions from there <laughs> Oh no, they've been shot in the back of the head. Who could have done this? It's not the bald guy with the barcode. He's really cool. He played the drums earlier. Click. <laughs> couldn't be me. Clearly he's on the up and up. Yeah, Anyways. so it um Yeah, so it the focus not only in the story, like the story itself, but in the actual levels to be the linearity is it's just not what I come to those games for. I think a James Bond game is something that I think it's pretty safe to say is probably going to be more of a linear experience mm -hmm. than the Hitman games. So maybe just crafting, going with that approach from the ground up will help make those sequences feel just less soul-suckingly unfun. Um, I, think, I think that's really like sucks because a james bond if you actually just take a normal ass hitman game and you just say okay it's not agent 47 it's just james bond the game works perfectly fine like nothing changes in my opinion a am i wrong for saying this does it always have to be bond with a pp7 or some other made-up weapons from he gets from like uh r is it Q. R or is it Q? Q. Q. Yeah, Q. Uh, okay, who's R? I swear R is a character. Maybe that's the Daniel Craig's ones. I don't know what I'm talking about. Okay, the weapons he gets from Q. It doesn't have. It, he already has his weapons on them, or he finds them up, or he procures them on the scene. Well, I I think OSP. I understand what Mike is saying. OSP. In that. Yes, as we all know. Oh, that obviously. <laughs> He's always. I'm familiar with the terminology, Ray. <laughs> of course you are. I remember, remember, Ray. <laughs> This is a sneaking mission. <laughs> okay, but do you think Bond remembers the basics of CQC? Just asking. Absolutely, absolutely not. No, absolutely. I can't even say Agent 47 knows the basics of CQC. Well, he does look, not look like I he mean, can throw a punch. If he remembered the basics of CQC, why do all of his fistfights last so long? Who's? James Bond. Like, if he oh, remembered the basics, his fights wouldn't take, like... Five minutes of screen time. You're yeah, good you, at punching I'm, I'm somebody. Trip them up. It would and not take that long. So clearly, he does sure, not. I'm pretty sure Agent Forty Seven does know the basics of CQC. Can quarters combat? 
Yeah, you, what, yeah. What's that? An enemy? You throw a pasta can at their head, and that kills them. Dead. You need to get great. them into the bush before you throw a, a can at their head? Quarter. To lure them, can. I do, I do love, just like you, you walk into a room with a pocket full of change, you leave the building in a helicopter dressed as a doctor. I am give I am slyly giving away some things in Hitman One, but it does. This is stuff that happens. You deploy into a mission with nothing but just like five quarters. <laughs> but anyways, I yeah. I think you're right, Mike. I think that sounds like it's... this is a prototype game, and they happen. They're they're. I don't know how good <laughs> or bad IO Interactive is doing, but if they really want that license, eh. yeah. I mean, like I like I, I said, imagine, there's a, I there are. That you know, regardless of how good Hitman has done, like they, you know, they were able to buy themselves free of Square. So when you're on your are own, they? Mm -hmm. yep, they bought themselves free of Square. So like when you when you have hmm. when you're kind of on the hook for yourself, you know, a big property like a James Bond to revitalize that in the video game franchise is probably a nice payday. Um, so, you know, you just want to, you, you know, you, you, you don't want to mess that one up. I did not know they bought themselves from Square Publishing. That yes, is a did. interesting mm -hmm. piece of news. Yeah. So I, I think, like I said, um, there's a couple levels that are so just some good kind of classic Hitman levels, but I think, I mean, if you enjoyed the other two, I think it's worth playing through this one, um, mm -hmm. just for those levels, but there are some man just there there's one there's one level end in particular um where basically it forces you into a a, a hot live like combat section to end the mission after all the work you've done with that like stealth wise or ever and it's just there's no there's like a whole there's a whole story a reason there's a whole story reason for it and it's just it is what it is yeah, it's just, I don't know. I was like, I don't know about this, man. <laughs> it's the kind of thing where I'm like, I am just going to quick save like every 30 seconds just to guarantee that I don't have to do this ever again. I uh, This sucks so bad. The, there was a point in the hospital level in Hitman 1 where I was scum saving like it was a part of the game mechanics. <laughs> like, you, you do a thing quick save you do another yeah. thing that seems successful separate file slot quick save and I, I was just so frustrated with that particular mission so i i feel like if you get into a shootout section and the game's like no you have to actually like win this shootout with hitman shooting controls yeah i i feel you yeah i'm like hey if it's like destiny or call of duty shooting sounds great sign me up but even uncharted sounds great sign me up but not hitman shooting please yeah like I would yeah. rather have six cans of spaghetti than six bullets and a gun. Like, that's Hitman. That's yep. that. That's just. Mm. It's I'll... really telling. Um, when I saw the Hitman advertise uh advertisements and like promotion and marketing stuff, uh, E three twenty eighteen. The one time I went, uh, they never advertised a gun to kill your enemies. They like advertised like concertina wire. They had the can of pasta up there. They had a fish. Uh, they had like a brick. 
They never advertise the gun, and that's because they're like, why are you using a gun in Hitman? And that's a proper question to ask! They, they've never, like, pushed you to use a gun. Well, okay, I take that back. They give you, like, safe house stuff, options at the beginning of each mission, but you ignore those, because why would you ever use them? So you can it's bring crap. them many, the remote explosives. I mean, that's what you, that's the real stuff right there. Real, the real thing you gotta do is like you wang some, you wang the target with the remote explosives, so they get knocked out. Then <laughs> somebody comes to revive them. When they get revived, that's when you blow them up. It's great. <laughs> Boom. I never did that, but yes, that's that actually it's sounds a great more reasonable. Time. Also, Hitman game are, is still great. Um, yes. P. Uh, P. S. If uh, I, I, if you're listening. Um, if you don't bring the club back to uh, James Bond, you're you you made it. You wasted your time. It's a bad video game. <laughs> What's the club? Oh, why do I not know what this is? The club from Goldeneye. It's one of the gun. It's the the AK-47 like machine yeah. gun gun from Goldeneye. You don't you know it, but oh. you just don't know it. You know it. Okay. You gotta okay. you gotta bring back the club. <laughs> Bring back remote mines. Nothing was greater than when you're playing a multiplayer map at facility. And someone says, I'm going to hide in the bathroom. Like, bam, you blow them up while they're sitting on the toilet. Because <laughs> you just know that they're there. Because you're scream peeking. Because that was the name of the game. <laughs> ah, good times. All right, Josh, what is it you've been playing lately? Um, so I haven't been playing a ton because I just spent two weeks traveling um, for work, and, um, I, 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 my household owns a Switch, I do not own a Switch anymore personally, um, so, <laughs> it, it does not, it does not leave. Damn, bummer. Um, yeah, but, but, Ugh. before I left, um, mm -hmm. I, I did play a, maybe about two hours of new Pokemon Snap, um, oh. I picked that up, you know, because that, A, uh, I'm a nostalgia junkie, um, but also, you know, that's that's a pretty easy, straightforward game that I can play with with the girls, and you know, they love Pokemon. It's something that it's it's low stakes enough and, and slow enough that you know I can I can kind of get the oldest kind working on the 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 joysticks and how to move around and and take pictures. Um, but okay, do you guys do you guys remember? Pokemon Snap. Absolutely. Tell me about that Bidoof. Yes. So what if what if you just took Pokemon Snap, um, made it look a little better, and then added added some added some 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 tilt controls? I could possibly get behind tilt controls. Yeah, in that... Pokemon Snap. Yeah, that sounds fine to me. Yeah, no, it's that, great. I, think I mean, yeah. you know, they they did not reinvent the wheel. It is still on rails. You know, you are you are um, just going through the environments you have a few tools at your disposal to try and you know find out if there are pokemon lurking in the tall grass and and trying to get their attention so they turn and afterwards you get a writing from the professor of the area to to see you know how good your picture is um but i will say the especially for the young ones being able to you know hold the hold the joy cons in the grip you know, mm -hmm. we're, we're playing on the TV, but hold the Joy-Cons in the grip and and move a little bit 
to kind of help move the the camera shutter is very helpful. Uh, you know, that's kind of just an intuitive motion and, and something that you can kind of um, figure out there. But yeah, you know, it's very pretty. There's a lot of Pokemon that I'm not familiar with just because I haven't, you know, kept up with all the games as, as much things that I will see in Pokemon Go here and there or things that I haven't seen ever. But, uh, you know, I'm having a good time. The girls are having a good time. And, you know, if you were expecting anything more than that from Pokemon Snap, well, then you, you bought the you bought the wrong game and you didn't yeah. know the franchise you were buying into. Um, and then the other thing, I, I did start playing a little bit on the uh, um, the old Xbox Live Arcade Game Pass, whatever the thing that... Oh, I, yeah, I was about to say... Oh, we're back. We're just back we're in 2006 back. Yeah, right playing, now. Oh, playing, some Here we go. playing some Splosion, man. No, God, I wish. Um, no, I started uh, Spirit Fair. Um, I think that was released a, a year or two ago. Um, so, you know, about an hour or two into that, you essentially you start the game. Um, Chiron, you know, the old uh, the old guy who brings people down the river to uh, the afterlife is retiring and you are now the new spirit fairer. Um, so, oh, okay. Yeah. I, I am still like very early on in the, in the tutorial missions of, of the game. Um, but my early observation is that the, the way that the sailing and the, you know, moving around the environment in this game and when you get out and like start interacting and talking to people and, and doing stuff uh that that's how wind waker should have been and it would have been a better game if it had uh done this it's where i'll they, uh, i'm gonna i'm gonna have to play this game because you're, you're speaking some hot blast for me right now no wind waker is trash and uh but that's that's beside the point spirit fair very pretty. um love love the uh it's bait love the characters so far very very interesting game uh, i do hope to get more into it uh but yeah other than that again traveling for a few weeks so i uh, haven't haven't had anything else going on so uh ray what about you so uh we met up at josh's house a couple weeks ago we I did think it was three weeks ago oh now. yeah we did we did do that oh god yeah. we did do that and, yes we did do that and uh it's for great. a while now over a year Oh, well over a year, year and a half. Uh, Mike got a wild idea to create the Smash Brothers belt. And ah, here we go. Because I had just moved recently for a new job, I wasn't able to attend the location to <clears throat> rightfully claim my throne and prize. But no, one of our friends got it because he walloped Mike in a match. As a matter of fact, no, 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 Hold on. Okay, I defended the belt as many times as you can, and then once the belt has been has reached that level, we then do a free for all to determine who gets to be the next belt holder. So I completed my defense of the belt. And okay. then they ganged up on me in the free-for-all to make sure I didn't get it back. <laughs> so I see you trying to frame this as Mike is a scrub. Uh, and I, I am yeah. correcting the audience here. No more fake news. For I, I only on. can assume that you played Ganondorf. In which case, if 
three other players of lesser skill tried to gang up on a de halfway decent Ganondorf. That belt should have been secured. Unless they're just, like, hamming on you. They're just <laughs> waylaying on you or yeah, something it's, like that. Yeah, it's three other people, Ray. I, I, versus, Ganondorf looks at that and goes, Hah! and th that's the versus, end of it. Versus one person. So that, that, do you see that is so easy? But I do not believe it is, my friend. So, anyways, Mike I'm sorry. Had I defended it, and it went to someone who won't be named. But if they're listening to the podcast, they know exactly who they are. Dear friend of the podcast, we mm -hmm. love them very much. He is great. He's a great person. But I, while at Josh's place, I said, "All right." I hope you brought the belt. Let's come on, let's do this. Let's go ahead and defend. Ladies and gentlemen, I don't mean to brag <laughs> too much. You know, yeah, I was gonna I say uh, that exactly. I, that's uh, exactly what you're doing right now. Coincidentally, <laughs> I was not in the room for uh, circ other circumstances when this match yeah. happened, but I don't know if um, the rest of our crew really knew knew how. Uh, how heated our our one v one smashes are, and that they they are that heated because mm -hmm. I like to think myself as a pretty decent Smash Bros player. I think you're decent. Yeah, you you've got a scary Ganondorf. But uh, but Ray's pretty Ray's pretty good at Smash Bros guys, and I don't know if they knew how good you were, and I feel very bad for not properly conveying that to them. <laughs> um. <laughs> I've been playing Smash Brothers with Ray for 20 years. I knew how good it was, and I just kept quiet. Actually, yeah, Josh didn't say a word. He just watched <laughs> that murder happen. There's also, there's also a reason I didn't, you know, immediately then challenge you for said belt, because, I mean, I guess... No I, one challenged me. I, I should have in, in the, the okay, there are so many, so many challenge, successful challenges that, uh, you know compound the number of banned characters that happen so i should have just taken one yeah. for the team and gotten an early challenge in um yeah i i know what i'm about and uh <laughs> yeah because once, was... once ray runs out of projectile spam characters he he's he's he is garbage he's garbo Okay, so hold on. I, I kind of knew, because Mike passively told me about this, like, one week, about, like, once you lose and another challenger comes, that character you did uh, win that match with gets banned. So my lineup was King K. Rule. You guys got to top the crock. If you can do that, <laughs> which you won't, then you got to deal with the Samus. After the Samus, now, depends on the scrub level, going to be honest with you, depends on if one and two Belmonts are coming out after you. No, okay. The rules, the rules stipulate that if you ban a, if you're banned Samus, you also are banning Dark Samus. If you ban <laughs> but one Belmont, you ban the other Belmont. If you ban Marth, you ban Lucina, etc. Also, okay, I'm pretty sure it, that there's a rule where if you spend uh, two bans... Or, or two um, two bands, you can ban an entire franchise because Josh was salty. I kept playing with Fire Emblem characters. Oh, that Roy was definitely on my <laughs> list of like coming at you next. Yep. Yep. <laughs> two, coming you can, from you can spend You can spend two bands to ban a franchise. That's pretty. <laughs> wow, that's pretty deep. <laughs> Basically, the all Fire Emblem is the only one it makes sense for, unless you fucking really hate Mr. Game Watch, I guess. If uh, you ban Fire Emblem, you've banned one eighth of the cast. <laughs> yeah, that's the point. <laughs> Which is uh, obscene, realistically speaking. Uh, 
I think the only one, like, near the bottom of my I think I could play this and get away with it is, like, Falco and then Mega Man. And after then, I'm like, I don't know, Young Link, we'll try. We'll, we'll do what we can. Yeah, Young Link is my desperation pick. So I had I had a couple ready to go. Anyways, yeah, I got th- the belt. You think uh, you think you know when it's only one man or something, it's not too bad. But when it gets to like those like seven, eight, like I think the last one is ten bands, like Ooh. ten characters. Ooh, it's like it, it's. I, I think we we, we added that to try and like keep the belt moving. Just because, you know, you everybody has their mains, but, like, ten characters down, things get pretty sticky pretty quick, like... I, I, I might have, depending on the person I was fighting, I might have had to bust out Little Mac. J- just because the trick with Little oh, Mac is to never on. go off the fucking stage. That's rude. <laughs> not Little Mac. Not, little, not absolutely Little Mac. Oh, Man, I thought Ray was going to talk about video games that matter, but here he is, gloating about the belt. God... <laughs> The the belt is a video game. I hey, you you guys don't see this, and but you have seen it because we actually put it on the channel. Never mind. Me and Mike will sometimes play from like nine p.m. to like, like two one thirty in the morning yeah. or something like that. Just going back and forth trying to one up each other, and that's not including like the hundreds of hours of Smash Ultimate I have played online and. I could tell you what characters I know I will absolutely lose against. Like I have a weakness character. If you pick this character, I will, I I won't do that much in the match. You you've already got the W. Good good job on you. It, it's Joker. I, I can't stand that character. There's nothing I can do against that. character. I never figured Joker He's out. I don't know what the what the situation. I need to watch oh, more Joker. Maybe. I just uh, I know I insert training montage of me learning Joker. Josh Starting is like, www.nintendoshop.com, download <laughs> Joker. <laughs> I've downloaded Joker's Fighter entire Pass one. It's not just Joker's base set that uh, gets me. It's the fact that when he gets Arsene, he gets three times better in every way and every move hits harder. He can recover from the very bottom of the screen. He has a very awesome reflect, possibly one of the better reflects in the game. I just can't deal with that character. If someone picks Joker, they're probably going to win. Okay, Smash Belt aside, uh, I also have been playing um, Enlisted, which is a brand new free-to-play game from Gaijin, the studio that brought you War Thunder. Uh, It is a World War II arcade-slash-simulator type of game. Um, It's really fun. I like it a lot. It's exactly actually what I expected Battlefield 5 to be when it came out because one bullet drops a person. It just either drops them to the point where you need to push the heal button and it takes them eight seconds. You see the character like putting bandages on themselves or they're dead because they got hit with like a very large caliber World War II bullet. Like, bam, you're done. And it drops them down to the ground. But when you get hit and dropped... You have squad members that are AI-controlled all around you. So if your character dies, you just hit the Y key or the R key, and you load into one of those squad members as if you're a ghost and you're taking over their body. And that's fun. That's cool. It has a couple of really cool levels. Like, it has the Battle of Kane. It, of course, has D-Day, which, if you're playing the D-Day level as the allies, really sucks. And there's <laughs> Just a bad it, it time. Just sucks. It's just a bad time for the first 20 minutes of that match. <laughs> 
It's just awful. Because you load in onto a Higgins boat and the obvious happens. <laughs> you ever been on a beach when uh, a Nazi's tried to shoot at you? They're shooting at you with from all different corners with MG42s. And you're just like, how do you dodge this? And the thing is, you just don't. You're just taking the L for like 20 minutes. The game isn't programmed that way. Like, it's set that way. This is supposed to happen. The Germans are supposed to be just enjoying it uh, for the next first 20 minutes of this map. But then once you take over the beachhead, then it becomes like an actual fight and so on and so forth. It's a fun game. Um, the other game I started last week was uh, Horizon Zero Dawn. I had oh, never played this game. Wow. I'm four hours into it. Uh, I like it. I like it a lot. Yeah. It's, it's different. It's very different. I'm. You'll have to keep us posted on, on that, because I, uh, I think I mentioned this before, because I was playing that at the same time as um, Breath of the Wild, and mm. I think there are some things that Horizon does very well, and is are, is very cool about, but sometimes you would just like it's it just is so it's it's a good open world game, but it's not Breath of the Wild. You know what I mean? And and That's there's some not places a fair it becomes very clear. Oh, okay, like I like Horizon, but this is like what is it? Four years removed of me beating Breath of the Wild, so. Yeah. <laughs> I I could play Breath of the Wild right now and have a good time with it. Yes, There's no absolutely. question. Horizon, I've put on the back burner for like a week just because I wanted to play more Enlisted or play other games with you guys. So that that's the games I've been playing lately. Oh, I just... So, I, have, I have one more. Um, oh, okay. So, you know, with Destiny Seasons, as always, uh, there's always a lull once you kind of finish the main stuff. Uh, and before the new stuff begins. Uh, so I used that time to kind of jump around and try uh, just things that have been in my backlog. And I've started and have finally been working through Disco Elysium, oh. which is like an adventure game. Um, I don't want to go into the full litany of the description and what is going on in that game, but mm-hmm. I... It recently got a final cut um, that added a bunch of voice acting where there wasn't before. And based on my experience, the voice acting that was added to this game is incredibly good. And I don't... it, it the, the voice acting that's already there was is great. Um, and I think it has... This is going to sound... I can't think of another, like... This is going to sound really dorky, so bear with me. So, in our high school English class, our our teacher was would always be like, okay, well, you can write about X or Y book, but it has to be of a certain level of, like, artist... Uh, a work of artistic merit. And I think Disco is one of, like... Is a game that I would describe as, like, a something with that level of I feel like you could write a high school essay about this game basically in a way that is in what's going on in this world and what it's portraying and all of the different elements of it so I have really enjoyed it so far um, Mm -hmm. and I will continue to provide updates on that but I think if you are a fan of kind of the 
adventure game genre, or even if you just want an interesting story with weird characters in a kind of a weird, not super warm, but interesting place, uh, I think it's definitely worth checking out uh, with that Final Cut uh, update. So, By the way you described, I've definitely added it to my list. It, after Horizon Zero Dawn, I, next on my list is Resident Evil 8, because I have to. And don't I, look at me like that. No, How I, dare uh, you? I, I, bought, I bought it. Okay, th- thank you. So, uh, it looks fun, all right? And I it's want, got a giant I vampire. That, I want to see that big lady. Uh, everyone wants to see that nine-foot like, vampire lady. I would like <laughs> to see it. the big lady and say hello to her, and I, I wish her a very happy uh A very flag respectful day. hello. <laughs> hello, ma'am. Happy flag day. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I want to do. I, I am a respectful gentleman. And Disco Elysium is right after that. Because apparently you could beat Resident Evil 8 in about 8 hours I'm reading online. So that seems like a natural progression towards a game I want to go ahead and give a shot. Uh, gentlemen, I-, I wanted to cover a little bit of a gaming news with you guys. Yeah. News time. Yeah. News time. News time. News time. So, Josh, how's Stadia for you? Um, haven't used it. Yeah. You know, that's that's kind of the thing going on, especially since they gave Josh Stadia for free. That, I, I, I'm i using Josh as an example here, because Josh is like your to perfect To be fair, they only, gave me, they only gave me Stadia free for, like, a month. I, they did not give me, like, ongoing Stadia free. It was just, like, a month Wait, or I, two I, trial. I thought that, like, there's a version of Stadia where you don't have to pay for it. Um, I do believe, like, you can get stadia like you can buy a stadia game and play it mm-hmm. without having the pro membership or whatever but like if you pay for the pro membership you get 4k options and uh, access to some of their like free games library gotcha so, so like, i never i never out... purchased anything on stadia yeah the, the, but that's the point uh I was trying to make just kind of pithily is that they're giving uh, you this service for free and you haven't touched it, which leads into the story uh, that Kotaku posted recently about how Stadia is. uh, Google says everything at the Stadia Emporium is doing fine, but in the last several months, everything is not doing fine. Um, Google, I I do believe we can see. Uh, being that a couple months ago, I do believe it was, what was it? Oh man, it was three months ago. Three months ago, Google just out of nowhere, just on the first day of February said, yeah, there's two first party studios we have making games exclusively for Stadia. We're going to shut them down. And they were open exactly one year. Like, we don't know what games they were working on. Uh, the people that were working there were told like, okay, you're going into the fold of Google or you're looking for different jobs. No warning. As a matter of fact, there's so little warning that the person that was in charge of Stadia... Uh, who was that guy? The name's escaping me. I'm going to look it up. I need to know the name of that uh, person. It's like... Is it Phil Harrison? Mm-hmm. Say it confidently and I'll believe you. I, I'm actually... Is it Phil? Yes, it is. It's Phil Harrison. He told those studios that they were doing great. That they have a bright future ahead of them, and that he can't wait to see the products that they're working on after they get it to like prototyping and alpha stage. Did, did, 
This was a week before he shut down the studios. He was lying through his teeth. And, of course, it's been told that they had, like, a Zoom call saying, like, Hey, you lied to us, and we trusted you. And he's like, yeah, I could have handled that better. They've had lawsuits. They've had uh, Jade Raymond, who was responsible for, I think, uh, some of the Assassin's Creed games. Um, she left Google Stadia. She just didn't want to stick around, even though she was part of the key people to keep it going. And uh, one of the leads of Stadia, <clears throat> one of the lead directors of the entire project, uh, left last week. So, uh, hmm. But, oh, oh, here's a, here's a little bit of good news, guys. Just three weeks ago, Google added a search bar to Stadia. Now, if you told me that Google Stadia exists and it's made by the Google company, the first thing I assumed is, of course, there's a search bar function. Every video game system has a search bar function. My has to think about this one is to take it in. Take it in. Right everyone, everyone was kind of taken aback by it. You know, um, I've messed <laughs> up at my job. I've messed up at <laughs> my job a lot. I do it all the time. That's why I'm so paranoid about getting fired all the time. Because uh, mm. I'm actually very bad at my job. <laughs> but that's not what we're talking about. Though I may be bad at my job. I'm not, didn't put a search bar in the store for the game thing run by the company that's name is what you say when you want to search for something. Literally a trillion dollar company. It's like saying somebody died from a wound that was left bleeding at at the Band Aid factory. It's like, how does this happen? <laughs> and like, also think about this. Yeah, like, okay, the Google search bar literally searches <laughs> the whole internet. The Google Stadia search bar only needs to search like a hundred titles. Yeah. Yeah, and uh. This goes in line with the fact that Google forgot to uh, include Stadia, uh, Stadia functionality. Chromecast. Yeah, with their brand new Chromecast that came out. <laughs> they They're like, yeah, we'll add it. that later. It's like, what? <laughs> what you, the fuck you Ray, say? <laughs> Ray, they didn't forget. They, no, no, no. Like, You ever read of Mice to... and Men, Ray? <laughs> That's what's happening right now. Uh, I just want to make that clear for everybody at home. They didn't. They <laughs> they did not forget. Oh, they, they remembered. They were, no. right. I I can't say a like trillion dollar company is that incompetent. I don't think anyone actually believes that for a second. Uh, the R Stadia subreddit, <laughs> which is, you know, the fanboys of Stadia, even <laughs> they are starting to uh, see like. Go. They're starting Let's to be like, it. man, this is rough, guys. <laughs> and every every single time Stadia does or Google does something to mess up Stadia, they're like, oh no, Young Ye is going to make a video about us. They say this. <laughs> and they're afraid of it. They're like, oh no, they're just going to own us again. <laughs> I love the, the, I love the gallows humor aspect of it. 
just, <laughs> just incredibly just everybody everybody's like that James Franco thing from that movie where it's like first time oh the Ballad of Buster Skaggs yeah. It's just, yeah. it's exactly what's happening, and it's great. And I read it all the time because I like to laugh at them because it's great. I, I I think I've said multiple times on this podcast that the way Google was approaching this was weird, and I didn't think that I had much faith in them, but if they wanted to change the game industry, good luck. But so many changes have happened in the past oh my gosh, like three, four years it's been uh, when mm-hmm. streaming. Well, like, okay, whenever Google Studio was announced, I think that was in 2018. I forget, honestly. So many things have happened that like just kick streaming like in the dick, basically, that people are becoming less and less enfranchised I mean, with the idea. The wild, I guess this is something we could kind of parlay into another story, but it's mm. wild that the, they're basically shutting down the streaming stuff right at the time where it's it's never been harder to acquire a graphics card yeah because of the shortages yeah and it would be a great time to be like hey but sorry that you can't gra- get that graphics card but you still want to play cool looking games that look really good on your on your computer well here you go here's a thing for that and the oh. fact it's like like Stadia could Make be those the things perfect talk to stop. each other. What are you doing? Stadia could be the perfect stopgap for somebody not wanting to pay scalper prices for components right now. Yeah, get exactly. some games. Mm-hmm. Have a have a high high end functioning system. And like honestly, like yeah, because like why that's... They, why wouldn't you market it that way? Like hey, yeah, they they, like, they did market it when Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven came out. They're like, hey, if you don't have a graphics card powerful enough to run this, it runs on Stadia just fine, and it's a single player game, so you won't have to worry about latency too much. It's like yeah, that makes sense. That that actually makes sense. And I I read somewhere that that was successful in a way, but. Maybe at the release of Cyberpunk 2077, that wasn't the optimal time because ooh. Yeah, it uh, that also probably just got buried by like just like the general <laughs> torrent of madness. Boys, boys, I went on I went on our Stadia just because I had to see um posted okay. 18 hours. How ago. we doing? New, What's new, going? New Chromecast Ultra keeps freezing after an hour of gaming on Stadia. Um, this dude opened up his Chromecast Ultra, mm-hmm. and had an aluminum heat sink that he just slapped on that bad boy. Why? So you can play in Stadia better. Maybe the Chromecast Ultra isn't meant to have that much data streamed through it at one time. Just I gotta lie down. I can't. I guess that's, that's so funny. That's so good. Also, so aftermarket the, I, I brought... Chromecast. <laughs> <laughs> I I also want to say, like, we're starting to come out of the pandemic. You know, the light is at the end of the tunnel. But for a while there, the, like, Venn diagram between people that have to, like, worry about their data caps from working at home. And now you want us to also use Stadia and there's no data cap relief. There there was a lot of people that are just, like, maybe not. Ray, you get around Mm. that by an aftermarket work on your Chromecast. Look, you can't you can't stream video nasties on a regular <laughs> Chromecast. You gotta soup oh it God. up. Oh my gosh. 
Also, uh, I just went to our stadium, much like Josh did. Uh, their community has taken the shit. Like, if you look at how many people are actively online and their upvote to downvote like ratios, there used to be thousands, Josh. Now it's just like they're struggling to break that three-digit <laughs> barrier. <laughs> it's uh. That's so funny. It's getting a little bad. It's getting a little rough out there. I, I think most people are starting to read the room and. They've kind of made their peace with it. It's like how the Anthem subreddit was ongoing for like a year after the game. It's like, you guys really... I respect you guys that have hope. Because there's a shell of a good game in here. But I I, I don't think it's happening, fam. I, hey, I don't think this is... <laughs> uh, quick quick retraction and correction. Uh, the Google Stadia okay. library is actually approaching 200 games. So when I, when I said that the... Uh, the uh, search bar would have to search through a hundred games. I, I misspoke. It is it is almost double that number. It, it, it two two hundred games that you have played before. Uh, that's very reductive of me to say. But hey, look Resident, look through Resident that list. E Resident Evil Village did launch day and date with Stadia. So it did. It oh 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 that was part of a big Jason Scryer. You know, one one of our favorite game journalists. I, maybe I speak for myself. But he did, like, a big expose on the fact that the Stadia uh, division of Google pays hundreds of thousands, and in some cases, millions of dollars to publishers to put their games on Stadia. Because they wouldn't do it otherwise! <laughs> like, Assassin's Creed Odyssey, which came out in, I think, 2017 or something like that, there's some report floating around that they paid Ubisoft, like... $200,000 or more to port that to stay there. They're like, we we just need titles. What's it gonna take? And that's... That's awesome, man. That's <laughs> Good for them. Good. <laughs> I, I can imagine the execs just sitting there like, guys, guys, guys. It would take us almost no work to get this up and running on Sadia. But like, we gonna get paid. Exactly. We gonna get You're that paying these like multi-billion-dollar publicly traded companies real ass money to go ahead and say like, put your four-year-old game on our system. We don't care. Please, sir. Can I have uh, um, Titanfall? Please, 2. sir. Can I have Tomb Raider? Yeah, the first <laughs> one. Yeah, you're... that's the perfect Stadia game. That is. The, I'm not even. That's so well. That's. I mean, those are like fine games too. But that's just. That's exactly the Stadia game. No, no, they're they're good games, but like, you've played them before. They came out. Like good, like objectively, like good AAA game. Uh, but also kind of perfectly forgettable. Yeah. And yeah, and yeah. You, you kind of go, oh yeah, that thing. It's like. Oh, also, e so even better, putting those games on Stadia and charging $60 for them and e expecting them to fly out of their digital library. Man, or, I, I know I, we've, like, I know we've been over the Stadia thing, like, a thousand times at this point, but, like, <laughs> it's wild that they, you pay, you pay full price for a thing that you don't download. Mm-hmm. And, you know what, like... I, yeah, I, I pay a shit ton of money because I'm a, a sucker for Destiny stuff. And that's an online game, so when they take those servers mm -hmm. down, I'm technically uh, screwed. Uh, technical yes. term, fucked. Um, yeah, yeah. 
But, uh, just, huh, makes you think. It, it, it's very different, so, to, to for your analogy, Mike, it's very different from, like, my copy of Tomb Raider, because I do have that game, and I played it, and I enjoyed it, but I beat it also in, like, 2015, or something like that. Uh, but I I can play that copy anytime I want. To play the Stadia version, my internet has to be flawless, it, and the Stadia servers have to be up, and the latency has to be good. I am I have to trust Google with so much going on, and I have to trust my ISP not to bone me over while I'm trying to play the a 20, video game. I'm gonna I'm gonna make everybody mad. The 2015 Tomb Raider is Chugi. Chugi? What what is Chugi? Help me out here. I will not elaborate further. Gosh, dang it! Oh, 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 I don't know what Chugi is. I like, I, I like that. I don't, the I don't either. But I'm assuming I'm mad at Mike right now because I just. I liked it. Things. I know Josh liked it because we talked about it. It, it. It's it's got a lot of Metroid vibes going to it. I think I thought it was cool, but I I'm not paying sixty dollars for it in 2020. That's. That's fucking insane. Yeah. I'm not paying $60 for a copy I don't own, and I'll never have access to <laughs> when and if the Stadia Excuse server me. shut down. <laughs> so, alright, that that's Stadia news. I have more, but I wanted to hear you guys' other news. Uh, I guess... I've been gone for two weeks, and I have no news to share. Uh, I, I guess... have no no tech minute, because there there's stuff happening, but I'm too far behind to talk about it, so... Uh, next time, Josh is Josh. The tech minute is like, uh, if you want a graphics card, you need to hire mercenaries who will uh, capture a boat. That's your that's, best shot right now. I'm sorry. The, yeah, that's it. Yeah. Also, oh, oh, we're also, maybe Twitter we're also alerts. Fucked. What's that, Mike? What did you say? Uh, also, Twitter alerts. Try those. Uh, Mike, since you brought up a boat, the other thing I want to talk about is that. Uh, uh, remember that big ass boat, the Ever yeah, Given that was stuck that was in a the great Suez time. Canal? That was bring back the boat. Get something else stuck, please. <laughs> uh, apparently, a large amount of Nintendo Switches going out to the world were stuck on that boat for just like yes. <laughs> weeks. I'm still sad. I, you know, again, it's probably good for like the global economy that that got unstuck. But also, what if the first boat that went through after it got stuck? <laughs> that would like, have been the best thing to have happened to mercantile industry in the world. Like, I somebody think. had the power to do objectively the funniest thing <laughs> in human history <laughs> and didn't do it. It makes me sad. I understand why they didn't do it, because they probably go to you know, jail, fired. Um, go to jail, oh my god. But... But, like, you know, I think I've described this before. I think laws should have a hijinks exception um, <laughs> where if you generate a significant enough hijinks with whatever you know, illegal or illicit thing you've done, you get, a, you get off scot-free because everyone's like, yeah, it was, it was worth it. Okay, don't do it again. Nobody else do it either. Uh like, the people who dressed up as grannies to get COVID shots early. Like, they got the first card, so somehow they pulled it off. Like, it's just let them get the... Just get, come on. Don't... It's fine. Um, and again, uh, uh, just like that... Just like, if someone got... Or like, you know, pretended to like... Oh, oh, oh. 
Like that thing your dad does. We're like, oh, I lost control of the car. Uh, Oh, no, I'm going to crash into the bank again. Slam. If someone just did that just a little bit, like just enough to scare everybody. Like if it got stuck for like 15 minutes. Okay, not 50, like an hour and 25 minutes. No, screw you. I want it 15 days. I want another like, just... I, I, I want to express how happy it made me that one little steel boy boat. Granted, I, I, I show in our group chat like how freaking massive that ship is. It's bigger than th- whatever you're thinking, podcast listener. But I want someone to just do that again and just say, Oops! Looks like I stopped shipping for the world again. Man, I missed that boat. We should do that. Can we, can we, we should do that again. Bring Do back, it in the Panama Canal next. Bring, yeah, bring back the boat. We want the boat back. <laughs> Do it in Panama. Bring it to Panama. Um, Mike, uh, you haven't brought this up, and I'm shocked, but you got a PS5. I did get a PS5. Uh, how was how your PS5? It's great. I downloaded some stuff on it. Um, it's really good at playing PS4 games. It's great at playing Destiny 2, which is a game I uh, enjoy. Destiny looks real good on it. It looks nice. All right, all right. So that's nice. Um, I have purchased Resident Evil, so I decided I think that's going to be my first like true uh, game played on it. That's not just Destiny. Um, I'm shocked it's not Demon Souls. I am actually shocked it, you yeah, haven't. I'll, like, I'll, I'll, I'll get there. I need to warm up because I also haven't played like a Souls game since Sekiro, so I'm very out of practice. Um. Fair. I'm I'm told that the remaster makes Demon Souls a lot easier now, like a lot more forgiving. But I don't know. I haven't yeah. touched it. I never, because I've never played Demon Souls. So, I neither did I. <laughs> oh my gosh! Excuse me. But yeah, I um, so I did manage to secure one. Uh, it was a lot of you know following Twitter alerts for Wario sixty four and the PlayStation alerts guy, um, and then you know my credit card not declining. A random purchase in Arkansas. Um, Fair. So, shout out to my credit card company, I guess. Um, (laughs) Keep keeping the lights on and letting Mike get a PS5 score. Uh, It's very tall. It's 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 big, but so far I am. I think it's. I I need to play with it more. I just it's very early on in like my thoughts process. Controller feels good. Okay. Like, it's, you know, like a $60 controller or whatever, but it feels like it, so that's good. Um, okay. Like, it just feels really solid and nice. And, um, yeah, so far I think that's been pretty good. Uh, well, me and Josh might be screwed for getting one because there's an article out there. There's several articles about how... Sony says the PS5 shortages will last well into 2022. Yeah. And it's like, man, I was trying to get one back in February. I wasn't even there in November trying to get one. I I gave it a couple months, and it's it's still boxing digitally boxing people yeah. to get a hold of one. Uh, well, you see, you get so you with the Walmart and like you know retailer drops, you just got to be quick on those. Yeah. Um, if you. You know, if you set the Twitter alerts and, you know, have your phone on you all the time and go psycho the second you hear that alert, 
um, and then realize you forgot to change it, and that's also the sound that your Snapchat makes, and then you go double insane. Um, uh, not from experience, I promise. Um, uh, or you could try the PS Direct thing where you uh, get script. You know, it's like, oh, so everybody get in here in like thirty in like thirty minutes from now. You'll all be put randomly into a line where if you get if you're early enough in the line. You uh, get the opportunity to answer the Sphinx's riddle, uh, and if you answer it correctly, you will have the opportunity to uh, fight someone in gladiatorial combat, uh, like in one of those like recreation of a naval battle things that they would do. Um, And then if you win that, then you get to buy a PS5, but they only have the digital. Oh! Oh! Oh my god! Why you gotta... Ew. Yeah. Ew. But, you know, that's just kind of... That's just kind of how it goes. Because, you know, cars are bad because we put computers in cars. And it's just that... hmm. Probably fine. It's all bad out there, boys. It's going to be... It's going to be this way for a while. Yeah, that's why, you know, again, the the version... The demand has never been this high... And like it's not even at this point. It's not just the the chips that are hard to come by. Like it's all the other surface mount devices mm-hmm. that go onto a board or onto a you know onto a substrate. You know, and even some of the materials to like make the substrate. You know, it's just there are there are shortages and delays in that entire supply chain in general, and there isn't just not enough supply to meet demand at all. Even with production being, you know. Trying to hit those targets, it's just not enough, and it's it's gonna be it's gonna be this way for a while. So yeah, Buckle again, up. the Virgin United States. Wham! My car has a computer chip. Wham! Uh, versus the Chad Cuba. I have been using the same car for sixty years. <laughs> it's just we've been owned. We uh, completely. Um, but uh, folks, we are coming up on about uh, on an hour here, so. Is there anything else we'd like to hit before we wrap up for the evening? I think. Uh I'm good. Nah, I I, I think I'm good. There's the Apple versus Epic case, and how that's just a. There's no other way I'm going to put this. That's just a you shit know, show. You right know, I would thought about looking at. I was trying to. Re- I spent like half the show trying to read Reddit. Uh, comment Reddit threads and like news articles just to parse it, and I'm like, you know. I don't give a shit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm here to tell you. Is... Let me quote the great Stephen A. When I say, "I'm here to tell you right now," we don't care. We don't care. Um, yeah. Best of luck to the lawyers. I guess have a go- have fun out there. Leave it all all out on the field. Oh, oh! One last thing. One, one last Stadia hit. <laughs> uh, the Go- the Google I/O development event. <clears throat> happened uh over the weekend and uh <clears throat> they didn't mention stadia once i just just wanted to get that out there all right that's yeah. it but you do know where you can hear mentions of google stadia almost all the time damn it <laughs> that's com. <laughs> that's that's a decent one there, there he's not wrong there you can, there you can find we talk about it more than google 
legs. <laughs> Again, I want to make it clear. It's not because they forgot about it. They remember, all right. They just took out the trash. There's a difference. That, that's spicy. That ooh, ooh, Mike's bringing some heat the truth over hurts, here. man. I'm sorry. I didn't do it. Don't kill the messenger. Well, on that note, check us out on Unscripted Game Podcast on Facebook, Unscript underscore gaming on Twitter, SoundCloud.com slash Unscripted dash gaming. Get us everywhere. YouTube, Pocket Cast, Google. Thank you for listening to Unscripted Gaming. My name is Josh. My name is Ray. My name is Mike. Free Palestine. Peace.